We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Married Millennials. It is hot. H-O-T. Very hot. Like, I don't even know. I'm indescribably hot. Well, we just came off a record heat. It was, what, 108 degrees on Monday? No, well, when I came in on Sunday, it was 110. 110 degrees. Sunday night, keep in mind. It was Sunday evening. Just warm. Hot for no reason. And we've discussed that we don't have AC. We've already talked about that. LA living, you can't really find central AC, and we are suffering through it and recording this podcast right now, and it's 90 plus degrees outside, and we don't have the fan on. Because it makes noise in the background. Right. And we don't have an AC it. unit yeah. to cool the room off. So therefore, yeah. it's probably about 98 degrees when we record. Mm-hmm. Shout out to 98 degrees, though. Like, they were okay. real dope. Nick oh, Lachey and Co. Song. You should have seen a song. I know. I, I had it. I can't think I was of what the, it as is. As I was talking, I was like, what's the song? What's the song? It's what's a jam, the song? Though. It's the cut. Is it God Must Have Spent? Is that 98? A little is that, more time. Is that, is that insane? you. I think no, I that's not the song I was thinking of. But shout out to 98 Degrees. Okay. But yeah. one one day we're gonna have a studio where yeah. we can record and it's cooled down and we just come in and, and deliver. But right now I'll take this wet paper towel and keep dabbing my head throughout the show, dab on them, so I don't have to sweat <laughs> profusely. And good yeah. thing this is a podcast because you don't have to see our super slimy foreheads. Right, and it's officially summer. Not like that Memorial Day BS that everybody was like, "Happy summer!" It is now summer. The summer solstice has passed, and it was a day earlier this year. I do want to note it was June twentieth, uh, but summer's here. It's hot. It's heavy. And Justin, how did we spend the first day of summer? What? A, what? Happened? Sick, sick as a dog. What and the I, flu. It's Joy's fault. She came to the house not feeling well. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to take some medicine beforehand. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take some medicine. I'm going to beat this. Woke up Monday. Actually, I went to work Monday. Woke up Tuesday. Game over. Felt horrible. Yeah. Woke up today. What is it? Sunday? Mm -hmm. Still feeling some type of way. I feel better. I feel like I used to recover from sickness relatively quick. Yeah. And now it just doesn't happen. I would go to the store, get the same old medicine that I get. And it'd be gone two, three days. And now like I'm on day five and I'm still feeling some type of way. I don't know if that means this over-the-counter drugs are not good anymore or if my body's just like breaking down. Well, and I think, I mean, it's a different kind of sickness, right? <laughs> you have to take that to account. Yeah, see, and, and I'm like, not. I, I'm pretty sure this was either a very severe cold, and I don't say that lightly, or the flu. The reason why I'm thinking it's the flu for me is because I had that fever and the body aches. I was walking around my house sobbing and pacing. My body hurt so bad because I had high fever. Didn't know. Called my mom just in tears. Who like, does that? What do I do? I was in. She didn't call her husband. Pain. She called her mom. Well, because I knew you weren't going to be any help. You would have been like, babe, are you really crying right now? I would. I would have. I would have been like, upset. Like, why are you calling their mom my phone? when they're sick? You know, like mommy's mommy is safe. Mommy's the sweet spot. And I'm not very nurturing when it comes to sickness. I'll be honest. Yeah, he's like, get better. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story. A few months ago, Joy got her tonsils removed. And I had the same surgery about, what, three years ago? I think that yes. was 2012. But you were younger. Correct. 
So, so I the was older out. you get. All right, hold on. The, we, the let, let's go through. The we got to go through the story. So I had my tonsils removed about four or five years ago. No longer than that. No, yeah, it was about four That's or five years 2012, ago. 2012, right? So four years ago. Yeah. And I healed relatively quickly. Yeah, it was about back. I would say three four days. Like the first the first two days were really tough. And I also had my my deviated septum repaired and my adenoids cauterized. So essentially, I had three surgeries all at once. So when I came out, like I couldn't breathe out of my nose comfortably, and I couldn't swallow. So my throat's on fire, my nose is on fire. But I'd say by day three, I started recovering, and I was back at work, I want to say five or six days later. So when Joy decided that she was going to get the surgery, I was like, oh, you're going to be fine. The first two days are hell. I'm just going to tell you now. But about that third day, you'll, you'll start feeling better. Lies. And mind you, the doctor tells you it's a 10-day recovery. I wasn't hearing any of that because so it only took I'm me a few days. I thinking, okay, 10 days, but maybe after three or four days, I'll be cool. Like I'll be in pain, but not too bad, manageable, right? Wrong. Completely wrong. I came out of surgery. My tongue was swollen, huge. And it was so swollen that I couldn't really swallow. And, of course, your throat's on fire because your tonsils have been removed. So my throat's on fire. My tongue's big. Everything hurts. I couldn't eat. I couldn't even take my medicine in one dose because, one, it burned. And, two, I couldn't really swallow. Every time I moved my tongue, it was excruciating pain so it's in this little what do you call that like a not a shooter like a drop not a dropper either what is that i don't it's, it's like when you inject drugs right and you s- syringe syringe there Thank it is, it is <laughs> we know our words we is smart but we it, is it, kind <laughs> you is smart yes we is important <laughs> uh shout out to the help anyway it's awful, right? So I'm getting the dosage that I'm supposed to be getting at one time. I'm getting over a span of 20 minutes. So it's not really working to dull the pain because I'm not getting the proper dose at the proper rate. So I'm in pain. I'm not eating. Like food is just a no-go. I'm barely drinking water. How many days in? Four days in? No, we were about three days in and that's when you decided to leave. Was it three or four days? I don't know. My mom had to come. My mom was taking the thing. God for yeah, my mom. Justin my mother-in-law like, saved the day. Right, because I mean, like I had neck ice. They give you like this neck brace type thing that you put ice in. But, but Joy like was, this. Like, Joy was, was mm. doing a lot. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, my, that was me communicating. Mm. My sensitive touch, I was just like, come on, babe. Like, I need you to get through. Like, on day two or three, she just, it seemed like her life was taken away. She was just completely helpless. I was good and for And when nothing. you get to that point, like, I just don't understand. But I and was I didn't in understand. the pain. I get you were in pain, but I, like, this is I why. Like, you faking the funk? This is why I could not help, because I had the surgery. And I did not respond but the way your, that she did. your experience does not directly correlate with my experience. That, we that are does. in That's two a fact. different bodies. We are. And it was years apart. And they tell you the older you get. So let's say we're, we're Justin maybe was just at the cusp of maybe adolescence, right? Let's compare it to that. And I was like a grandma. Like, I feel like with this this surgery, I feel like every month counts. I was struggling. Stop. You remember we just said four to five years ago, and she said a cusp of adolescence and a grandma. Like, we're talking... We're talking decades That's how now, I feel not like just one, like five I'm to six. I'm talking about the reflection of our, like, because no. there's just no way that you were feeling what I felt. Because if, had you been feeling what I felt, there's, you were, there was no powering soft, through that. So soft. No, there was no powering through that, Justin. Soft. Not at all. 
the point of that whole story was we have been sick and our bounce back game has not been strong. Yeah, it was not like the Cavs in the NBA Finals. They bounced back and won. Shout out to LeBron for getting his third NBA championship. All you haters out there, there's no more room to debate LeBron's greatness. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see any tweets about it. I don't want to see any articles about it. He came in and said he's going to bring a championship to Cleveland. It took him longer than most people expected and probably what he expected, but it happened. So if you're a LeBron hater, just shut the hell up. It's done. His legacy is cemented. He did what he had to do. Got it done. He's been to six straight NBA Finals. Who else has done that? So stop talking. Like, I'm a true basketball fan, so I get really, really, really upset when people who don't know the game try to commentate on it. See, that's the problem with fans. I can't stand fans. It's just, it's like, ugh. It's not a good, I mean, you're entitled to be a fan of something. You are entitled to be a fan, but when your fandom gets in the way of common sense and the actual knowledge of right. the game, like when people who've when never. When fandom turns into delusion. It's ridiculous. And people right. would like to debate me about basketball who've never played the game. I have no interest in getting in a debate with you. You're. Just because you spent hours reading stats and looking at analytics and you now somehow know the game better than someone who's played it for 20-plus years, I have no interest in your commentary. And that's the problem with fans. They just think, oh, well, I've been following this team since I was born and X, Y, and Z. Did you know they do that, that? And this is why they're not. Stop. Stop. You're a fan. You're a fan. You're a fan. So all you fans out there and all you haters out there, just respect his greatness. Yay, sports. Joy, Joy <laughs> hates sports. She doesn't hate sports. She just no, doesn't get it. That's just that's the, the extent of my fandom. Yay, sports. That is, and that's literally her reaction. <laughs> yeah. How many? I played in over 100 college basketball games. Until this day, Joy still does not understand basketball. Got a loose understanding of it. A very, very, Let's very loose. I mean, I loose. was there to look cute and cheer when a score was made or when a, <laughs> you, <laughs> when a shot was made. There you go. You guys understand. When a score, score. was made. <laughs> this is my wife, ladies you and gentlemen. You still score points. You know, it's still. When a score is made. <laughs> I'm done. Like this, this is really like this is the one thing that I love, like truly, truly love. And the fact that you just made that comment, you're forever cemented as like, wow, really, babe. I love novels. That I always bring it back to that. You are not sitting here reading novels. That's not true. Just not. I'm on my audiobook game. I have not a novel. You're reading like biographies and and what is that? I mean, I guess that's still in the category. It's still a book. You like to read books. I like novels. I like storytelling. I am passionate about storytelling. And I'm starting to read books that are also about storytelling. They're telling the little story of someone else is life. That's storytelling. Well, I like running. That's a sport. Yeah, I don't run. But I have bad knees. That's why I don't run outside. We've had this debate plenty of times. I said that to basically disprove your whole I'm reading a biography and that's a story. But you just went along with it, so... Yeah, you know, I didn't take that. Boo! <laughs> you did not take the bait. No, I'm not taking the bait. I just it's fly just right over It's not the that. same, but I'm just saying that that is an interest that I have. I think that all healthy relationships have something where, you know, everyone should have their retreat, right? They're a thing that they are passionate about, and that passion should be respected, but it does not have to be shared. That's how I feel. Respect. It, it doesn't. It does not have to be right. shared. It has to be appreciated, but at least it'd be nice right. if you had some understanding. Like, damn. I do have an understanding. You you make a shot. <laughs> That's good. You don't make it. It's bad. You rebound. It's good. You can't be in the key for too long. 
the other team, or you can't have the ball for how long? 30 seconds. Is that just if you're in the key? <laughs> my wife, again, ladies and gentlemen, my wife. <laughs> it's does something not, like that. Does not have a basic understanding Don't of the game when I the love. other team makes a shot. It's like, you know, free throws. Sometimes it's good when people get a free throw because it gives you an opportunity to advance <laughs> in points. I would, you know what we should do? We should, we should have Joy write a guide on how to play basketball. And I would love to, to see if someone doesn't can understand it. Like I feel there, I can, I can grab a five-year-old right now and can give a better explanation of the game of basketball than what you just gave. It's fine. I have, I know when to cheer kind of. I don't understand, like, when somebody does something little, they're like, oh, he, you know. I know you're not supposed to grab somebody, right? Like, that's bad. Like, this is a, and there's technical fouls. There's, I, I understand some things. I understand some things. It, it's okay, baby. I didn't <laughs> I didn't marry you because your love of the sport. Right. Yeah, clearly. Because if I did, but I this wouldn't go very But I don't dislike sports. I'm just not passionate about them. They don't hold, they don't hold an interest for me. So it's it's not, it's it's not, not even, you, passion is too extreme of a word. Like no, you don't dislike sports. You just you have zero interest in getting to know anything about sports. That's, yeah, they just it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, so don't say passion because there's things that I like that I don't no that I'm not passionate creative about. Creative part for me, it just like I, it does not hold my attention. Everybody knows like my attention span is like doo doo. So but she can sit and read a book for six hours because it's creatively intriguing. So and you it's do so your attention span can last. Right, but not for something that's not driving me creatively. Fair enough. Yeah, that's just, that's my life. Funny story, as you guys know, Joy recently cut her hair, and since she's cut it, I've had a few men come up to me and say, well, what do you think of Joy's hair? You would let her cut it. And I just kind of <laughs> took a second and just said, wait, what? Like, let's start with the first part. Do you like her hair? Yes, I do really love her hair. I grew up in a household where my mom's had short has had short hair for I couldn't tell you how long. My sister had short hair. My mom's best friend has had short hair. So a lot of the women that have been active in my life have always had short hair. So it's never been a thing for me. But I think the, the second point that really makes me scratch my head is like you allowed her to cut her hair. And I just wanted to ask, like, what the hell do you mean? I yeah, allowed so many things wrong with that. I allowed her you to cut her allowed hair. Allowed her. Like, what the hell, fellas? Yeah. Come on, y'all. Like, you, <laughs> we still can't be thinking like this in 2016. Yeah. If a woman wants to do whatever the hell she wants, she can do what she wants. It's her body. It's her hair. Right. There's no attachment. I'm not to a it. possession. Yeah. It's like, oh, you let your car paint itself red. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a person. <laughs> I get to do as I please with as long as it's within the realm of respect. For our relationship, me cutting my hair has absolutely nothing to do with Justin. And and but these <laughs> men were serious, and it, it was Dead just serious, it was yeah. just very interesting to me that I know hair is very symbolic for women. And when Joy cut it, and, and I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, I would say most women who have a short haircut have a different sense of confidence. And, and love for themselves. You just you have to be a certain type of woman to go out there and, yeah. and rock a short haircut. Yeah, you, I mean, you have to, even when we talked about being, earlier today we were having a conversation just about being vulnerable and transparent, um, as we do. Um, but I think that that is the thing about short hair. You cannot cut your hair and be trying to hide yourself. I think 
cutting your hair is a very good way of saying this is me. This is all of me. Like uh, there's no hiding. So I think that that's the quality you see. And, uh, you know, in the other vein, long there's nothing wrong with long hair. I think hair is a personal stylistic choice. It is. It's a medium of expression. I think anybody and everybody should be free to express themselves however they see fit. It's not anybody else's decision other than the wearer of set hair. <laughs> uh, and I, I, you know, I, people have asked me too. They don't, I'm one people ask me why I did it. Like I was just going through some kind of emotional crisis or something like, Oh, why'd you do that? Because I wanted to, I've, I've actually <laughs> wanted to cut my hair for a long time. And I did wait until after the wedding. Cause you know, you're supposed to be the bride with the longer hair, you know? So I just like, so you subscribed, I subscribed for a short period of time. <laughs> and then I said, you know what? It's gotta go. But the other question they ask after, well, you know, why'd you do it? Then they ask if I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they ask me if Justin likes it every time. Yeah, like, Oh, well, what does your husband think? I just think it's, I think it's very interesting. It's like, I don't, I understand. And the, you love it too. I so th- when I tell them, they go, Oh really? But I understand if you come, like I, I can get it. If you're coming to your significant other and be like, Hey, I'm really thinking about cutting my hair. Like, what do you think? If you run it over kind of like, Hey, I'm just letting you know this might happen. But to say like, Hey, do I have permission to cut my hair? That's, That's like me asking for permission to say, Hey, I'm going to rock a beard or not rock a beard. Or I'm going to rock a bald head or keep a low-cut fade. Or I'm going to keep my chest hair or not. Like, it, 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 it's nothing to you. You can like it or dislike it, but it's my body. It's me. I'm in full control of, of what that is. And, and, and it's just very strange that men still have this possession over hair. Like, what's the big fucking deal? It's yeah. hair. You don't need permission from anybody to do anything if you are over the age of 18. You're, yeah, if you're under the age 18, okay, your parents, fine. But after that, they can't even tell you what to do. Uh, and obviously the government. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and that, you know, and but, j- to me, yeah. when, I, when I hear that question, it, it just unfolds a larger issue. If you right. feel that you can't cut your hair or you have to ask permission to do something, A, I question your relationship dynamic, and B, He's a bitch. <laughs> right. I don't know how else to say that without being just disrespectful, Seriously. but it's it's ridiculous. Like, come on, fellas. And cutting your hair at the end of the day is not the end of the world. There's extensions, wigs, and hair grows back. I think that's the other thing that people <laughs> really, really forget. Like, you cut your hair and it's never coming back. And some people do have slow growing hair, but they're they're just other alternatives for hair. I don't know. Yeah, so, fellas, like if, if you if you're tripping on some on some shit like that, like I'm gonna really need you to examine don't be yourself. Like that. Just re-examine yourself and be like, come on, don't it's, be like that. it's not that serious. Yeah. If she wants to cut her hair, let her cut her hair. Let her. It has yeah. no effect at all on your relationship. It's and if it zero. does, again, I'm questioning what your relationship is based on mm-hmm. because something like that is silly. Because I definitely love. I actually would go. I'm gonna actually say this. I like you better. With shorter hair yeah, than I did with longer hair. Oh, don't grow it back. Yeah, don't grow it back. It just yeah. looks sexy. You just have a new confidence yeah. uh, about you when you walk. Well, and, because and, I feel like I match. I'm like, oh, this haircut is me on the inside. But all, not even just that. Certain clothes you wear look better. Yeah. Because the hair is not in the way. Right. You can see my jawline. It's, it's, a, it's a completely different look. Yeah, it just it just hooks it up. So yeah. uh, shout out shout out to all the ladies out there groomed. who are rocking the short hair. Like there was yeah. a young lady that we just saw yesterday. She had like was low key bald. Like I mean a low cut Caesar, but was mm-hmm. rocking it. No, 
I mean, it had I mean, just dope earrings, the dope glasses, like was really, really rocking it. And her hair was literally just a step above bald. But her confidence level was so raw. And that's what it comes down to. It's like when you have confidence, you can really do whatever you want. Because I didn't listen, I didn't know this person at all. But she walked in and I was like, yo, you are rocking a bald cut. Yeah. Like legitimately (laughs) rocking it. You are fly. And look super dope about it. So I mean just goes to show like confidence really can trump all things. And that's uh, also, I want to say thank you for my lineup, baby. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> had to line, line me up. That wouldn't have happened if I didn't cut. It was now, a bonding moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was a little strange. I was sitting there. That's, I was thinking that too. I'm like, is it weird to be lining your wife up? Yeah, like, like I, pull, I pulled out the brush. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going, I'm playing everything back like when I was in the in the barber chair. Like I had the brush out, cleaning my blade. I'm like, Yo, am I really about to line my wife up? <laughs> yeah. And then she asked me right when I was doing it, she said, like, how does it feel to line your wife up? And I was like, I I don't know it's a little interesting <laughs> right. but still fun you know the I fact that we can have it that. though i like that like i've got an at-home barber it's not something that i know how to do so yeah, i just had to clean you know i had to clean up the neck edges Thank you. Keep, keep the back line fresh and it was funny because her brother noticed it was like oh i see you with the with the fresh line up on the back and then yeah. she was like yeah justin actually did this just a few hours ago yep so a few days ago joy and i were getting ready and i made mention that i need to call her friend for something and when i had said it i said i need to call my friend and Joy was like, no. Like, uh-uh, that's my friend. Like, that's my friend. And I was like, no, we've def- the two of us have established our own friendship within this relationship. And I was right. like, I can confidently say, that's my friend. So we're on the phone. We're talking. And, Joy- and then my friend co-signed. <laughs> she, so, yeah, so we're talking. And I said, oh, a funny thing. I told Joy that you, know, you and I are friends. And she was like, oh, yeah, definitely. We but are like, friends. We got our own thing. I was like, and, okay, And fine. Joy was over here like, yeah, you're my friend. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. No, but like, you guys genuinely do. Like, we genuinely created I a friendship. I think everybody likes that within a relationship that they're friends get along with their significant other but it is it is the balance like that took a while to get there you have to know how to find that that yeah, rope of how to maintain a friendship with right. your wife your girlfriend your fiance's friends mm-hmm. and, and of course it's always there the pleasantries are always exchanged it's like when you get to that point we're like you know what like we can really vibe and connect we are friends and too, i would yeah. say with this particular friend i don't know when i would say probably a few years ago we just, I would just pick up the phone and be like, oh, hey, I'm just checking in. And then she would check in on me and it just started, you know, kind of going from there. And now we're like, we're super, we're close. But in a respectful way, never in a way that has ever made me feel like either one of them is crossing a boundary. Just like, I, I like you as a person and I like you as a person too. Yeah, and she's dope. And she's so we, we get to, we get to do dope we things. We just talking about her. Yeah. Just listening. Hi. <laughs> you know who you are. Exactly. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to you for being dope. Yes. But the funny thing is, is it led to a really interesting conversation, which was who gets the friends in a breakup mm-hmm. and no one really wants to talk about it, but it's a true shitty reality that you have yeah. to deal with. Like, Especially for long term. Yeah, if, exactly. If you've been together for, for many years, I mean, all your mm-hmm. friends know each other and it's like, all right, well. We're no longer dating, and now the friends are kind of left stuck. Like, uh, <laughs> what do we do? Like, but I like this person as a person, and I would like to continue to have some sort of relationship like that. So we wanted to talk about what does that look like, and is that acceptable? From the woman's perspective, what would you want your friends to do in the event that we were no oh, longer Oh, drop dating? you like a hot potato. No question. Like all of your friends. Hot potato. <laughs> Hot potato. Like immediately? Exile. Gone. Yeah, 100%. Couldn't they know, even if we were close, like even even like- Bye. With the- like in an ideal world, 
if I can't have you, like, you know what I'm but, saying? Okay, so, like, but is no, there, that sounds crazy. But if I, I can't have you, no one can. But not in that way, but just in, you know, the thing is, if we'd broken up, I'm probably feeling some type of way. A breakup, breakups suck. They're super shitty. They suck. No matter who, and especially if you're, you've gotten broken up with, you know, you feel rejected. So to feel rejected by somebody, but then that person who rejected you is still accepting some of your friends. But is is there a time duration? Like, for example, okay, I can understand hot potato. You guys have been dating for a year or two. No big deal. But if it's been five years, 10 years, 15 years, you still think that, oh, we're no longer dating. You're cut. Hot potato. That is, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can agree with that. No, nah, I, I, I don't know. It, I Actually, mean, I, I don't. I can't tough, agree with that. But that's the thing is you're letting go of. I think when you're with somebody and they're allowing you into parts of their life, I don't think you should leave that person, but stay in parts of their life. That's unfair. If you're saying goodbye, you're saying goodbye to all of it. Good point. It's hard to argue. But in this case, if these two individuals or three individuals, who, however many it is, if they've established a friendship throughout that relationship, your expectation still remains the same? Yes, because at the end of the day, your connection still is that person. Yes. Yes, because at the end of the day, your connection still is that person. So you remove that person. What are you really, you know, talking about? What are you vibing about? But, just, but if we, if we want to use the connecting link, I've met many people through different mediums and the person that I've met or who connected us, I don't necessarily talk to. It doesn't mean that we can't be friends still. So I don't think that just because that the connecting link is there, but, and you it still disappears. talk to. So I mean, we have friends obviously that have broken up, but we met them both on a, like a very similar playing field, right? Like we knew we've known them both for about the same amount of time. We didn't meet them because they were dating one another, and in that situation, we've been able to successfully remain friends with both parties. But in a situation where you don't come into it like that, then you know, what are you doing? I don't know. I think at some point you have to choose a side at some point. I, I do agree at some point, And this is where, where I would, would counter your argument. I do believe that after a breakup, your close friend should have the person that they're friends with back. And with that usually means, Hey, it's a, it's a full step back. It's, it's removing yourself. It's being supportive of right. your friend. I get that. But I, I do believe at some point if there was a, a relationship established between your friend and the the guy or in my in in, the, in our case me i would hope that that person that i established a relationship with would at least g- reach out or engage in some way right. now and the I friendship dynamic you have can to think shift about what the right so i'm talking about friends like you're hanging out you're going places like you've kind of resumed act or yes resumed activity as normal you're, you're still hanging. I, I'm not talking about, you know, phone calls, check in. That's fine. That Because that's friendly behavior. But like full on kicking it. Like, you know, you go over my friend's house one weekend and I'm over there the next. Like, you know, what I, that's uncomfortable. Like, oh, yeah, we hung out with Justin. That sucks. No, I, I, I get that. And I would say for me, like if, if we were to break up, 
I just know my friends, like, they're going to be like, Jay, you fucked up. We tried telling you, and that's too bad. Like, Joy's our sister, and they would talk. I I just genuinely feel like that's how men are. For a period of time, and I do, we discussed that, too. Like, there's probably, like, a six-month period, maybe, where you're figuring out how to let go of this person like and reevaluating what your new relationship is with them because when when a couple breaks up you know they are going through their own thing and the breakup is normally or maybe not well yeah it's still it's news to the friends right even if they saw it coming for someone to finally break up and it's done for realsies that's a big deal so it takes some time to adjust to that new normal too but I don't think like you know if the years down the road and you're still friends and and we discussed this too. I think the for real, for real cutoff is when that person starts dating a new person. I, and I can't argue that. I agree. I think, you know. If both parties haven't moved on. I mean, I think it's just an awkward situation yeah, to be in. Like you're going on double dates with an, like your friend's ex-man and his new boo. Like, no. Yeah, that's a little tacky. Yeah, you got to stop. No, I'm, I'm with that. But I think there, to me, I look at it as a transitional relationship. The friendship that the individuals have established, I think you just has to change over time. It may be like, hey, you know what? We can't just kick it like we used to. I mean, things are a little different. Right. Joy was my girl, and that's still my girl. So because of that and out of respect for her, we just we can't really you know roll or kick it like we used to. But I do believe time I mean, heals you all wounds. Still do like a check in. Mm-mm, honey, I love you. I love you. So anything were to ever have happened, you just got to go, go. Like, you got to go. That's hot potato. That's <laughs> like, a hot potato. It's done? There, there, yeah, there's never a scenario. So I couldn't, I couldn't have you. any of your friends? No. Hot potato. That, see, I can't. But you know what? I, my friends aren't the type that I don't think they would hold on. I don't think they would hold time. on. I don't think they would. And I think that's the thing, too, is now it's funny because I told this friend because she's with somebody who we love and he and Justin really get along. I'm like, you know, he'd still be around. Right. So, so how, like, so I'm how over here you, being a hypocrite. So how can you say that? But the that's truth completely is contradictory but, to what you're saying. This is my other point is if you're so let's say my friend is with somebody who is friends with you. And you guys were still connected, that would be different. Yeah, but I met him through my friendship with your friend. So I was connected because of her. Like that's still my dog, don't get me wrong. So so how right, are, but how that's are what a you're different I think because it's still a little bit different. So if you're just listening and you think, Oh, like you just have a standalone friendship with, you know, your ex girl's friend that that's a little difficult to swallow. But when there's another party involved, okay, like, okay, so you're still friends with the couple. I think it, it puts a different spin on it. Got you. And I think you have to be a little, a little more understanding. I wouldn't expect hot potato scenario out of that, but I do think that they would pull back. And I think, as I, I do think your, your real friends would come to you and be like, Yo, so so and so is trying to so and so is trying to reach out to me, and you know I I just don't really feel comfortable, but I just wanted to let you know that this is the deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, your real ones are are, are always going to keep 100%. it real with you, mm-hmm. but I, I I just don't believe that because we're done, especially if there's a solid amount of time that's been put in, and the friendship that the two of you developed was real. Like I don't think it's fair to say well because so and so is gone. I like, just think that that so even like happens so, gradually. 
anyway. Not necessarily. I, or I, should, I, at least. I think there's times where it's like, yo, we, we were cool, but I really like so-and-so. And years go on and both parties move on. They're both dating new people. At that point, is it fine? Because I think it is. It I mean, both people. idealistic. People, that's not idealistic. People break up and date other people all the time. How is that idealistic? 100%, but this is, you're not talking about somebody we were mutually friends with. Like, if you were talking about somebody we were mutually friends with, that is 100% expected. But somebody that was my friend, and then you hopped on the friendship bandwagon, and it's your responsibility to hop on off. Like, I mean, come on. That's selfish. That's selfish. No, you're being selfish. Am I being selfish? Hundred percent. That's you're basically saying, "Well, you're my friend, so you can't be anyone else's friend." No, it's not that. But it's just when you have to remove, because a breakup is asking for somebody to be removed from your life. So, like I said, it is unfair of you to stick around. It's just unfair. Un- unfair in the same capacity. I can agree and understand with. But to say that you have to completely go away to me, I think is not correct. I don't consider like checking in and stuff like a friendship like you know i do but like i consider hanging uh, out you don't check in with none of your damn friends i do we do check in yeah, once a year right but that's like that works for us we're, we're all really close love each other dearly but we don't have to talk all the time that's just I, I got real friends i'm sorry that we're just connected and that hurts you Jeez. it does not hurt me at all <laughs> you know a check-in i'm not i i don't have a problem with that like oh you know i heard from justin and but like I'm talking about you're riding or not like you know your friends like you're hanging out you're grabbing dinner you, brunches that's what I'm talking about like you're friending but but hard. let's be, but let's be honest if even all of your friends that I have established relationships with I still don't even do that so I feel like if you have friends like we're completely fine and I'm not hitting your friends like yo let's go grab dinner let's go have brunch like it never happened even though it could it doesn't because right, but if the you're friendship has been set up and you're still feeling like you're friends with the person and you've got the time to go hang out it, it turns into I think a different thing you become dependent on your friends in a breakup so be, to be dependent in that way on your ex's friends is like uh. and I, mind you when we we broke up i was talking to two of your friends almost every, every day. day so again i'm not your every point every day your points blow my mind so because we broke up i should have told both of my <laughs> friends and these were one my best friend and one another very your best close friend, friend maybe but you know none of them no, but i never did but i the and reason they, why i was talking i mean we were talking about you the whole time like because i was just sad <laughs> i was so sad so so they're not, not so they're not granted that same right because you're saying hot potato but I'm saying, i feel like you're completely completely contradicting yourself as this goes on. No, I'm 100% like gave I'm saying now too cuz I think I would have handled that differently being a grown up. We we were still we were new adults at the time. <laughs> um and I just I didn't know how to handle it and I I was just sad, you know, I wanted I wanted to be with you. So, I wasn't talking to them on the level of like, oh, like let's us move on away from Justin and just like kick it and be friends outside of, you know, it wasn't that. It was just like, I'm sad. I miss him. Like it's just pathetic. Again, I I still think the friend is allowed the decision to choose. And I think if if again, if your friends are real, when you're real friends, they're going to naturally pull away. I, I think they will because right. their allegiance is so towards you. Not a hot it's going to dynamics going to change, but to say like that's oh, a hot potato to me, it's a very selfish. I'm saying act. I, in an ideal situation, it's hot potato. I'm not saying that that would be my my realistic 
expectation because I know that people do get invested in people. You asked me what I would like. I would like hot potato. And that's the truth. Hot potato. That's a damn shame. Yeah. That isn't. I mean, that's just a shame. I don't even. I don't have it's anything else to say. It's I'm just. It's shameful. Nobody's Selfish. like. I would want you to still have a friendship. Like that's no, just a lie. No, no one's just saying it like that. I mean, it. it again, it's going to change. Who cares how you say it? Yeah, I agree. I think that it would change too. But I'm just saying that there's no one on this earth. If you had a choice, if we're broken up and you know we're not getting back together, do you really want me to stay friends with your friends? Do you really? If in an ideal world, does that make you like, does that thought just warm your heart? No, I would say over time, <laughs> if, if we really, like if I was really like down and out about that and you had moved on and my friends were still kicking in with you and bringing it like back to my attention, no, I would not be comfortable with that. But if we, if I really, we, the breakup was done, like you went left, I went right. It was, you're dating other people. I'm dating other people. And the two of you guys still talked and I wouldn't really have any issue with that because I moved on. You've, and if you've truly moved on, that's not going to bother you. But sometimes even if you've really moved on, you don't want your past just hanging out. And and that's a very fair point. You don't want to you don't want to leave that. You want to be reminded of a situation. Yeah. I get that, but I also think it is unfair to say to your friends, "Oh, by the way, if we're done, you're done too." I would never say that. Friendships to my are not they're not that because black I, and white. It goes back to that you can't tell people what to do. I, and I would never. I would never be like, "Hey, so I don't want you being friends." But if I did feel like a friend was c- crossing a boundary, like, hey, you know, you're kind of hanging out with Justin a lot and it's making me feel some type of way. Like, I mean, I'm still not quite over it. I'm not healed. I'm having a hard time. So, and I think that that's, that should be a safe thing to talk about within friendship. If you're having Definitely. a problem, I think it's A-okay to talk about it. And if you're cool, you're cool. And it's probably pretty subjective. You know, I think every, there's probably varying answers, but I know mine. That, I don't know. That's not a hard question for me. You're it's so not. Funny. It's black and white. I, like, I, no I love the things that we get to learn about each other through this podcast. Because I just that never would have felt. Yeah. Well, good thing we just tied ourselves yes. up for exactly. life. Exactly. Divorce You're is good. not an option. You're not going anywhere. So all your friends, shout out to all y'all. We're still going to be friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> even though Looney Tunes over here is like, if I'm gone, you gone too. Right. So ridiculous. That's it for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. And also connect with us on social media. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.